Bringing you cutting-edge insights from the world of technology. Join us to hear thought leaders explore the ever-evolving world of technology and telecoms to keep your industry knowledge up to the minute. You are listening to The Spearline Podcast. You have reached Sorry, the number, the number that has you have been disconnected is not in Welcome back to the latest episode of the Spearline Podcast. This episode is a very interesting one. We are joined by technical support lead Alan Rodriguez and business development manager Luke Genoyer of Global Call Forwarding, a division of United World Telecom. We covered various areas like voice quality, proactive testing, and hear some wild stories of how Global Call Forwarding had to test before using testing software. Enjoy this episode and remember to subscribe to the podcast. We started off the episode by asking them both to give us a bit of background on themselves and Global Call Forwarding. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks, Keith. To start off with, can you each tell us a bit about yourself, your experiences in the telecoms industry, and how you got to where you are today? And we'll start with you, Alan. Okay. <clears throat> well, I've been uh, at United World Telecom for the last uh, 18 years, and uh, I started here... Uh, customer service and then you know learned the, the basic stuff and then I went on to sales and then an opportunity opened up on the technical support and then I started working on the technical support doing general troubleshooting and stuff and you know honestly the manager left of the team so they're like okay who, who, who wants to apply for the position I said okay right here <laughs> <laughs> you said you'd give it a go I'm excited like troubleshooting stuff, and that's how I ended up a uh, little of the tech team. Excellent. And you, Luke? My name is Luke Genoyer. I'm the business development manager at Global Call Forwarding. So I do a lot of the marketing um, and some of some sales. So I've been around telecoms for pretty much my whole life. Uh, my dad, Thierry Genoyer, started this company in 1996. Oh, okay. Uh, and in the early days. Um, they, everyone was working from, from my house. Okay, cool. Like a garage startup. And eventually they moved into an office. And when I was a kid, I would come into the office and my dad would give me things to do and have me shadowing different people in the company um, and just learning from them. So I've been around telecom for, for a long time. Okay, excellent. Okay, cool. That's a great way to learn all the ins and outs of the telecoms industry. And um, so, look, like for our listeners now who don't know who Global Call Forwarding are, would you be able to tell us what Global Call Forwarding actually does? Sure. So Global Call Forwarding provides toll-free numbers and local numbers from pretty much any country in the world. Um, businesses can get a, a toll-free or a local number from any country where they want to have a voice presence, or they want to offer a phone number for support, or for sales, and they can forward that number anywhere in the world. And you can also make outbound calls from the number. Okay. Um, so you can use your toll-free or local number to call other countries at low-cost rates. And um, you can actually show your number as the caller ID. So you can receive calls back. Um, and it just gives people more of a, a familiar feeling when they receive calls from a, a, a number they recognize. Okay, wow. excellent. Okay. And you're a division of United World Telecom, is that right? So the company actually, when we when we started in 1996, United World Telecom was a, a callback provider. 
So we offered people a low-cost way to make international calls. And then in 2007, the company transitioned. We pivoted a little bit, and we started offering call forwarding services through, through our brand, Global Call Forwarding. Okay, I see. And would you have many locations around the world? We have an office in Bangkok, Thailand, where I worked uh, for about a year in 2017. Um, my colleague, Benny Muin, is leading the business out there. Um, and we also have a remote technical support team spread out throughout South America and Peru and Mexico. Uh, but our headquarters is, is in Delray Beach, Florida. Okay, so you're nicely spread across the world. And how has the company adjusted to the change in the workplace environment and remote working? We were working remotely for about five or six months. Um, okay. We started in March and we ended, we got called back to the office in August. Uh, it was a good experience, I think, overall. Yeah. Uh, depending on people's personality, some people thrived working from home. And personally, I was able to, to focus a lot more deeply on, on various projects. Um, so I enjoy working from home, but now we're back in the office, uh, which also has its perks. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a, a benefit to having um, the best of both worlds. You know, you can concentrate at home, but you can have the collaboration in an office then. I'd say everyone missed it all right. We certainly, we certainly miss our office all right. I think, I think we've, I, I myself have adjusted to working from home, but uh, it's just the, you miss the social interaction and just seeing your colleagues, like not through just a video camera anymore. Um, yeah. So like we we're just touching upon there, like there seems to be a real focus on voice quality these last few months with most people working and inter- interacting remotely. And for businesses who might have had an impressive uh, lobby or boardroom and the phone line and its voice quality is the new front office. How important is this voice quality to your global call forwarding customer community? I would say that voice quality is everything. We provide service to a number of big multinational companies like MongoDB, Allergen, Novartis, Radisson Hotels. Um, and these big companies depend on the quality of, of the calls and the audio quality uh, for all their customer interactions. Yeah. So really our, our top priorities are service quality and customer satisfaction. Yeah, and especially for companies that have areas that are customer facing, um, audio quality would be pivotal. Leading from that, Alan, um, how important is proactive call monitoring for the customer experience? Yeah, so proactive uh, call monitoring is very important because as you guys know, the telecom world is a dynamic one. Things change all the time. And sometimes, um, you know, it's much better to be ahead of the game. So when there is a problem out there, uh, we want to be the first ones to know and the first ones to first figure out alternatives, come up with a plan so that when we contact the customer, we can come up with, uh, you know, the news, but also the um, the solution, you know. Yeah. This, ba- this terrible thing happened, you know, this happened with your line, the quality is no good or, you know, the line got disconnected, you know, which has happened. But when we tell him right up, you know, we tell him ahead of time and we say, and these are your alternatives. And in, and in some cases, you know, we are, you know, we're able to, you know, they, they take it in a, in a, with a much more positive note. And sometimes we're able to offer even a better line. So, you know, it's it's crucial to be ahead of the game on that. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's great to be able to offer them a solution or an alternative line. Definitely, definitely. Do you know if your phone lines are working? Are your customers complaining of bad audio quality on your support lines? 
Spearline makes it easy to test your phone lines anywhere and anytime. To see how Spearline can help your business, head to Spearline.com. Now back to the conversation. And Alan, I understand that Global Call Forwarding has been using freelance resources to test services previously. Um, we have similar stories from other businesses that face those challenges too. Like I, I'm just thinking back there now, I'm, I recall one Irish business that leaned on family and friends to test and also then turned to Irish pubs or Irish embassies to test. <laughs> How crazy was it trying to cover more than 160 countries? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, I, I'm sure everybody that works in the telecom industry has some funny stories about this. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Oh, yeah. For us, it was at the beginning, it was cool to reach out to those friends in other countries. Say, hey, how are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What are you up to, you know? And they'll be like, yeah, what do you want, Alan? What are you calling me? You haven't in two years. <laughs> they're like, hey, can you call this number? And then after a while, you know, they're like, uh, oh, not him again. And people stop answering your calls. <laughs> yeah. You got a problem here. <laughs> they're used to your tactics, yeah. <laughs> then you're like, I have to pass this on to somebody else. So you go look for people in your company, you know, to bug their friends. <laughs> but then soon you run out of people to bug, you know. You run out yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, um, it can, you know, it, it, it was really, really handy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the global call forwarding case study that we have on the website, um, it mentions that you also looked for people traveling, backpackers, um, just, I suppose, anyone who could call a number within a certain country. Yeah, we tried. We even had, at some point, we had an agent and reseller program. So we would kind okay. of like... Uh, uh, rely on them to test certain numbers and you know give them a task at some point we would hire some of those people but there was always a little bit of uh you know it was always difficult because you know it's a relationship right so yeah yeah we would pay them but then it would conflict with the other business we have with them you would you wish you could separate those two right those are resellers we don't bother them for testing it's two separate things and it was also difficult to get objective call quality scores when we were using freelancers to test. Uh, so we would mostly rely on anecdotal evidence. Uh, okay, the, the call quality was good. The call quality was so-so. Was uh, but using Spearline helps us get better PESQ scores. Yeah, and that was a point I was going to bring up just now, um, that it must be very hard to analyze the subjective results of assessed quality by normal people and not telecoms engineers or experts in that field. And um, in a previous previous podcast, we actually had Terry Slattery of um, Neckraftsman. Um, he joined us, and it was interesting to hear Terry's views on what he calls active path testing or active testing. And um, he emphasized the importance of monitoring services across the actual path voice traffic would take at varying times and the demand states on the network. And at Global Call Formatting, you guys seem to be very in sync with that thinking, very proactive. Um, what, what have you found most beneficial about your more programmed approach using the Spearline testing software? So we try to like, uh, we have periodic testing. So we have a list of countries, block of countries, and we have a, a person that is responsible for doing periodic testing of those. So, you know, he, you know, he gets all our numbers, he tests them, he assesses the quality, he makes sure the, the calls are coming back into our system, that there is DTMF, that the quality is good. 
And, uh, you know, we do it in a rotation. Like we want to like every couple of, you know, every, every two months or so, we want to make sure that everything gets tested. Uh, you know, if the number, if the number has a lot of activity and you see that the calls are, you know, the activity is coming from the country that the number is issued, like a local number in France or a toll-free number in France and French people are calling it, you know, you know that the number is up, is working and it's fine. But in today's industry, there is a lot of lines that are almost like, by, you know, bystand lines. So there are emergency lines travel agencies or or travel insurance companies or important lines there that are in standby and don't necessarily get a lot of activity. Okay. But you need to make sure that they're ready to go when they need to. So, you know, we have to be on top of those. Yeah, and, and that's a good point. Lines that are on standby and not being used often still need to be checked for quality and connection because otherwise you, you won't know if there are any issues on them. And so, Luke, if you look at the mobile phone today, um, and you look at the technology and the integration of those things in our lives. What do you think is the next step, um, you know, relating to voice, AI, biometrics and and all the voice technologies that are rapidly advancing? I think that voice recognition and, and speech recognition and conversation analytics have really taken off over the last couple of years. I mean, you saw yesterday Microsoft just acquired Nuance Communications at a 23 percent premium. Uh, and then you see Gong raised $200 million on a $2.2 billion valuation. Um, so I, I think that speech recognition and, and voice recognition is um, is really taking off these days. Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll be the way forward. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And and what and Luke, what would you think would be the benefits for businesses for these new advances? I think with more data around conversations um, and, and more conversational analytics. I think that customer the customer experience will be improved tremendously. Um, I think that support managers will no longer have to, to listen in to, to support calls, but rather they'll just be able to access um, data from, from a number of conversations or data at scale, um, and it'll help them uh, counter the most common problems kind of before they come up um, and, and be more proactive. Um, and then I also think that it's going to have some some bigger changes. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what Microsoft does with their acquisition of Nuance. Yeah. Uh, and, and how much they incorporate it into their business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. It'll be uh, interesting times ahead. Definitely. And how do you see the customer experience being improved through these voice channels? Um, I think that the customer experience will be improved through, through conversation analytics and and speech analytics, just as managers have more access to, to data um, and um, substantial data sets, they'll be able to, to coach their teams better um, and implement better strategies to improve the customer experience. Yeah, and you can, we don't need to rely these days, for example, when we, uh, when we test countries and you know, we, have, we have staff that is in charge of testing block of countries, then you don't have to, be, to rely on their feedback um, you guys have the tools, you provide the tools, for example, Spearline to go there and listen to the calls, right? So it's just a very cool feature, for example, that a manager can go ahead and just proactively, not mystery shopping, but just listen, you know, listen to the calls and just assess the quality, you know, randomly and be able to control the overall quality of the test calls that are performed on the lines. That's, that's a good point, Alan. Yeah, I think with tools like Spearline's, 
voice quality monitoring tool. Um, it'll just improve the overall quality of people's conversations um, and lead to crystal clear voice calls. Yeah, yeah, which is what everybody will be looking for. Well, I think that's 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 all our questions for today. Um, Luke, Alan, thank you so much for both coming onto the show. You guys were fantastic. And it was great to hear your thoughts and sharing your insights. And if if someone was interested in learning more about your company, where can you visit you guys? You can go to our website, globalcallforwarding.com or follow us on LinkedIn. Brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. And thanks again, guys. It was a, a pleasure having you on this episode. A pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Josh and Case. That wraps up another episode. A massive thank you to Luke and Alan for coming onto the show and chatting with us. If you're interested in learning more about Global Call Forwarding, you can visit their website at www.globalcallforwarding.com. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you won't miss any upcoming episodes. Visit www.spearline.com forward slash the Spearline podcast to listen back to our other episodes. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share on all your favorite social media platforms. Spearline proactively monitors phone numbers for audio quality and connectivity globally. Our platform enables enterprises and telecommunications service providers to test connectivity and quality on global telecoms networks, testing automatically at volume. If you would like to find out more about how Spearline can help you, please contact us at spearline.com. And for more insights and in-depth interviews like these, you can subscribe to the Spearline podcast channel and don't forget to check out spearline.com where you can find all of our latest articles, white papers and much more. Till next time, and thank you for listening to the Spearline podcast.